Hey loves, welcome back to Strip Down. So excited for today. I have been trying to make this happen in IRL and real life for quite some time and just our mom schedules and work schedules and everything going on, it was just not happening. And I finally decided, you know what? Everything's going on in the world right now. Well, let's just do a remote recording and make it happen. I have the amazing Laura Gimbert from the PR boss babe, as everybody knows her of, and she was born and raised in Barcelona, Spain. Laura moved to LA at the age of 21 after getting her bachelor's in PR to pursue her dream career and continue her studies with a master's in marketing at UCLA. After years of hard work and lots of struggles and failures, she ended up opening her own business, an agency focusing in PR and digital marketing. Well, 10 years later, now Successful Business continues to grow, offering services like social media, web development, influencer relations, press, high-end clientele within that hospitality, wellness, and lifestyle industries in Beverly Hills and surrounding areas. Laura, as I mentioned, is also a mom to her adorable two-year-old girl, Sophia, and expecting a baby boy in June. And she shares her journey and her entrepreneurship you know, on her social media and on her platforms of what motherhood is like for her, how she managed to become an influencer through that, who she is herself, encouraging other women around the world, you know, to go after their goals and figure out how to have a positive and healthy, you know, balance and mindset, as well as learning to love and enjoy all the chaos. Laura, welcome to my show. I'm so happy to have you here, love. You're a friend, you're a fellow mom, you know, influencer in my mom tribe, and we're finally doing this. I know. It's been a long time. We've really tried. We really have. We've tried so much. <laughs> we even tried to figure out if we could like meet up like when I was at Cedars because you're closer to there being like, I oh, know. Do that. and then of course everything happened in the world and it was like, okay, never mind. You know? And so I was like, you know what? It's going to be a while since we're going to see each other. So let's yep. just do a remote recording. <laughs> and make it happen. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. You've done so much in your career. You know, I tell you all the time that like when we chat, you know, back and forth daily on messages, like, you know, you, you inspire, you know, you inspire me, you know, you inspire, inspire so many other moms. You have such a great positive mindset and attitude about you. Besides what I obviously read in your bio, how do you think you've got to where you are today? And like, you know, looking back, you know, 10 years ago, coming from Spain, like, how does it all feel now to be here in LA and everything you're doing? Yeah, so I think the main thing that I've gone through, through this whole process is always being told no, and always believing in myself and proving everyone around me wrong. Um, I've always had to, you know, struggle through all the challenges of even coming here and finding a job and getting a visa on my own and getting my my business opened without any clients so everything has always been a challenge one after the other nothing has been easy and everyone absolutely everyone around me has always told me what you're trying to do is impossible and those words have always made me fight even harder for accomplishing what I really wanted to do so it's always been like this it's been 10 years of this and I really accomplished everything that I wanted so my whole philosophy is don't listen to anyone believe in yourself and really work hard to what you really want and you'll be able to do that um, so through my platforms that's my message that's what I show and I don't I show the the realness of it it's not easy it's not that you know I've had it easy or you know I'm just super mom everyone can do it if they really set their minds to it well and i think that's such a great you know tip and also like just like call out saying like anyone can do it if you really want it and i appreciate that you share also that you said you heard so many no's i don't think a lot of people when they look at someone like you and they go on you know your social and they see your platform and they go on your blog and all these things you're doing in their mind, they think you were told no. And so I think it's amazing right. you share that because it's like, well, yes, you know, I was told no several times. I just didn't take no for an answer. Exactly. And I think that, you know, because you're not perfect doesn't mean that you can't do it, you know? And I think that's the main problem that society thinks that we have to be perfect in order to, you know, be able to accomplish something. I think it's more the passion that we have and the the wanting to do something that we have inside of us that makes us be able to accomplish things than just being perfect or super smart or, you know, I, my English wasn't perfect when I got here. It still isn't perfect, but I have a PR agency. I send press releases. I, you know, get people uh, published in magazines and my clients. So 
I can do it. It's not that I'm perfect. It's just the passion and work ethic that I have behind it that makes me be able to do it. So the same thing with motherhood and everything else. It's not that I'm perfect and I can do everything perfectly, but you know, I work hard. I have a lot of passion about it and I love what I do being a mom and working. So I just do it. Right. Exactly. And you just do it. And and I think that that's also, you know, a good way to, you know, explain like that you just go for it because I think a lot of people, you know, and I get to ask this question as well is like, well, I want to do something, but then I just, you know, I freak out or I get nervous. And so I don't do right. it. I hold right. myself back. And it's like, you're saying yes. like, you just, you just go for it. Yeah, no, I think that that's something that we need to, it's within us. We don't have to be scared of not being able to do something because everything, absolutely everything in life, you can figure it out along the way. You don't need to know how to do something before you start. You can already, you know, have an idea of where you want to go and slowly figure it out. And that's how everything is literally done in my life. And that's the only way I do everything because I just figure it out, you know? Yeah. Definitely. And I think that that's like, you know, another really good tip as an entrepreneur is saying like, not only figure it out, but you don't have to know everything. It's like, we do of course want to know some things and we want to feel a little bit set up, but you mm-hmm. do kind of have baptism by fire. I've had the same conversations, you know, for myself when it comes from the styling world to now the social media world, like you have to kind of just put yourself out there and just yep. go for it and do it and then kind of learn around along the way. And like, you know, you told me even before the show, like, you know, you had, you know, many failures before, you know, you had success. And mm-hmm. I think that's also something to be really real about because most really successful people had many failures before their success. No, exactly. There's absolutely no one that is successful that just had it easy and given. And I think that you also learn so much from your mistakes and your failures. And, and it also gives you a fire inside of you when people keep telling you no or shut doors and you really want it and you keep pushing and learning and bettering yourself because maybe why they say no is because you're not good enough then, but that makes you work harder to learn and to really, you know, put yourself out there and and try even harder. And then that's when you accomplish it, you know? So it takes time, consistency, work ethic, and a lot of uh, passion to get anywhere. It does. Absolutely. Well, and so, you know, for you, especially coming from Spain and then, you know, coming here to LA and, you know, even before you became a mom and you were just working, you know, cause I started following you even, we connected before, you know, you yeah. Know, you were even pregnant and I was yeah. just following all the, you know, amazing PR stuff you were doing and everything with your clients, you know, like, did you expect, you know, your kind of PR boss babe to kind of blow up into this whole mom world where now you're sharing so much right. of your mom? No, journey? right, right. No, I've never really created that page and platform to, you know, show my mom life, but that's who I became as I grew and I had Sophia because I decided that I wanted to stay home with her. So that was a big part of my life, um, balancing being home, managing my business and my daughter. And I kept seeing that people really wanted to see the insights and how I did that because it's not magic that you can do both at the same time. So I showed my day to day and people really engaged with that because even if you don't have a business, but you do want to have your own life and you know do a little bit of work or, or freelancing or whatever you want and balance both, society usually tells you that you can't do both right but it's not how like that you can't do both it's just how you can do both so you can delegate other things so there's moms that choose to delegate childcare and fully work and there's moms that choose to delegate cooking and cleaning and focus on you know so there's so many things that you can delegate and you can focus on what you want to do so for me it was Sophia and my business and I delegate cooking cleaning uh, errands, a little assistant work. So everything is taken care of and I focus on my two passions. So it's up to you to be able to do it if you want to, right? So that's my whole, what I, I show on my, on my platform that you can really balance whatever you want to balance. If you want to work on the household all day with your daughter, that's totally fine too, if that's what you want to do, right? But you can totally also include work in your balance if you want to be with your daughter. Right. And I think you make a good point also of saying like that wasn't something you necessarily planned on, but it just kind of happened right. just showing your life and everything you were doing. And then you kind of figured out like, okay, I definitely want to be home with Sophia. So like I have to delegate. Mm-hmm. I think that's also really important because I think a lot of times 
people again, they only see social media. They only see, you know, the behind, you know, they don't see the behind the scenes. They just see the pretty picture and they think, right. oh, you know, how is she doing everything? But really the reality is you just said, you're not, you're doing a lot, but you're right. not doing everything. You're choosing to delegate certain things. You're choosing to say, this is my priority and this is not right now. And I think that that's right. really, really, you know, a huge tip for entrepreneurs and also in motherhood, because like we can do it all, but we can't do it all at once. And I think like that's something that even right. I've to learn several times over. Right. No. And we all have 24 hours in the day. We all need some sleep. So it's, we, we're all given the same tools. It's just what you do with them and what you choose to put your, your efforts into. Because, you know, if I choose to spend my time making a little bit of money, that money can go into being delegated into other things. Right. So maybe you rather do those things instead of making the money. And then you, you know, it's like, it, it can go so many different ways. It's just, you have 24 hours, you decide what to do with them. And it's really up to you. Um, how you get the help. Maybe your husband does the work and you do the house and that's totally fine. And I think that also we are very um, judged by other moms on how we do things. And I think it's completely fine what you choose to do. If that's what you want to do, you should be proud of how you do things, right? And I think that that's another problem that we have as moms that we get judged. Oh, you're working, you're not with your daughter or you're, well, you know, everyone has their own, priorities and maybe they're a better mom because they go to an office disconnect and then when they come back they can be fully focused and maybe the mom goes home and is drowning with you know so much to do at home and is not as happy maybe she should do that too you know so it's up to you how you want to manage your day what you want to delegate how you and it really we shouldn't judge others because it's up to us and everyone's so different right that's right. Exactly. And, and, and what works for you may not work for someone else. And that was something else I wanted to kind of ask you about and talk to you about because you are so open, you know, on your social and on your blogs, mm -hmm. you share all the time and you will post like asking questions like, you know, what do you want to see from me or what questions do you have for me? And I see different people, of course, right in, you know, all different questions to you and ask you like, mm -hmm. you know, Oh, you know, how do you handle this? You know, with Sophia or, you know, Oh, well, you know, I, you know, I feel like every time I see your home, it's clean. And then, you know, you show right. them, you know, a picture of a messy room and you're like, it's not yes. all clean, you know, yes. this is how it looks. I just happened to clean it up. You know, yeah. it's, it, it's that, like you said, it's like that balance and that ebb and flow of being like, it's not always you know, it's, it's not always one, it's not always the other. Do you feel like when you, because you've opened so much up to share with your community, do you feel like that constant judgment? Um, honestly, I, I don't think my community judges. I think there's always people that creep in and judge, but they're not following me. You know, <laughs> um, I think my community is really positive. I think they see, as you said, that I also show the failures I show the messy house I do show those parts or hey today I didn't get anything done I also post that it's not that every day I'm productive I also have days where I'm lazy and I don't want to do anything I have days where my baby doesn't let me want to do anything you know so I post those things and I think that is why my community doesn't judge or doesn't have negative comments because they see the realness and the truth behind everything. Although I try to obviously stay positive and happy and show the, the good sides too. But yes, there's always people who don't follow you, who don't know your story, who think everything's easy. The other day, someone, I don't know where they texted me, if they DM'd or they responded to something, but they said that I live in a Beverly Hills bubble and I don't know what's going on in the world. They, don't, they didn't even know I was from Spain and that my whole family has been living through coronavirus for weeks and weeks. And I've actually been home for longer than we were supposed to stay home by the order, right? right. So people don't know, they just judge. They just see an image. They see that it's stacked in Beverly Hills and they, they just think I'm a girl from Beverly Hills that doesn't know anything from the world. I'm actually, you know, international and I have family that's suffering from this, you know, virus. And there's just so many things that people judge really quick that don't know. So that's just an example, but yeah, for sure. I mean, other people have judged me for working and not being with Sophia when I've been with Sophia since day one, right? So, right. Um, yeah, or that, oh, you, I'm sure you have a nanny. Well, I've never had a nanny, you know, so, so <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. they, they do judge and it, it is what it is. Luckily, I think people who follow me see everything 
Um, and I try to keep it real. Obviously, there's always some questions and then I always answer them to, you know, make it even more clear. But yeah, for sure, there's always going to be judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's well said. And then like you said, like overall, your community is positive. I feel the same about mine, but there are moments, of course, that things come in. How do you feel like you're able to, when those moments happen and you are being judged or, you know, being, you know, someone's maybe saying something a little bit more negative than your normal supporter, how do you choose to handle that? Or how does that, how does that affect you or does it affect you? Uh, I mean, I think it affects for five seconds and then I'm over it. <laughs> but um, what I try to do is, first of all, I understand that they're coming from a place where they probably have that insecurity in themselves, right? So I know that when someone judges or chooses to judge without knowing, it's probably their own insecurity speaking. So I try not to be mean about it either, responding. You know, I try to be like, positive and calm um and then i respond the truth you know if they judge me about a certain thing i respond and say actually it's not this way it's the other way but you know thank you for popping in and leaving that message <laughs> and i go with my day of course it bothers me but again I, I remember i stop and remember that it does come from their own insecurities problems and issues and they're probably not happy with that part of their life um and they just you know expose it that way yeah, and I think that's also a really good point in general, whether you're a mom or not. I mean, moms especially, I think, like you said, get hit way more. But, you know, mom, entrepreneur, all these different things. It's so true that, you know, like people do, you know, they pick their own insecurities and then they find it in someone else. And that's kind of what they attack. And it's like something they're actually dealing with. And I think when you look at it that way, you know, like you said, from, you know, that standpoint, then it's like, yeah, of course it can affect you because, it, you know, it's your human affects me too, mm -hmm. but it's not, it's not going to stick with you because you realize, you know what, this is about them and not about me. And I think that that's also a really good tip, even just for entrepreneurs, because as an entrepreneur, you're judged constantly on everything you're doing. Yeah. And being exposed overall on social media, you know, obviously, um, any part of your life will be criticized too if you're exposed more, you know? So even through friends, friends criticize each other, you know, family members criticize each other. So imagine that multiplied by thousands of people that can follow you. Obviously you're going to get more criticism, right? Absolutely. Oh yeah. So true. Right. Exactly. Well, and so on a positive note, like you share so much, like I said, on your social and on your blog with tips and everything you're doing with Sophia and now being pregnant with your baby boy and all of these things. You know, I, I am curious because you do run, you know, several businesses and that's really where you started in that PR world and helping all these different businesses grow and be successful. And you have, you know, many that are, you know, how do you feel like you do balance those businesses that you have as well as the content everything you're creating since you are in right. that influencer space yeah so i treat my platforms as if it was one of my clients too so i have i manage clients social media right so i create a plan for them i create content for them so i handle my own platforms as if it was one of my clients as well so i i just have it in as one of my roster of clients and i plan the topics that I want to talk about. I plan, you know, the posts that I'm going to do each week. And obviously the stories are just uh, behind the scenes. So that's easy, more of a raw day to day. Um, but yeah, the posts have to be a little planned ahead. The topics that I talk about are usually questions that I get asked. So I always have a list. So I just include that on my daily workflow of clients and their own social media content. So I create my own as well. So I think that's easy to do because it's within the same line of work, right? So it's not that I do something completely different for my clients. I also manage their whole social media platforms. So I'm always connected online for their platforms and I respond to their following and messages and all of that. So I do the same for myself. So I feel like that is easier because I work within that world. So you're able to kind of like move it over even though it's not exactly the same and you're able to kind of take right. pieces of what you're doing in those areas and move it over to your world so it makes it a little bit easier when creating content and doing what you're doing right the content's completely different but i handle restaurants in la i handle met spas i handle 
a cryotherapy place, you know, so it's, they're all different clients and mine is a completely, you know, personal feed. So it's obviously different, but the, we all have to have planning for the schedule of the social media. I'm always online for them, you know, so there's always the same line of work. So it's easy to include my own. I just need to be obviously more active towards the writing and what I want to say, but it's my life. So it's easy to, to talk about it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I love also too, that you share the tip and, you know, just of your own journey that you do plan a lot ahead because I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, again, that that also shows like, you know, your structure and how you, you know, how you do things for you personally and why it works you and I think that a lot of times too because things are so instant and they just pop up on social people think that like you know oh you know it was just you know she just posted it and it's like no you right right yeah I actually worked on it got it together and then shared it yeah no there's it's definitely work that goes behind it especially the feet you know I feel like before it could be more like organic and raw but now it has to be more planned it's just a different strategy so yeah the 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 feed is more all of the things that people ask me and the tips that people ask me so it's more of like a long type of content so I do have to prepare it it's obvious um so yeah there's a lot of planning behind but like in everything else motherhood everything just a lot of planning and a lot of go with the flow mixed together right because there's always things that always happen last minute and you have to just adapt to the changes too Yes. And I love it. I love that you said that because I think again, too, even myself as a mom, you know, I'm guilty of sometimes be like trying to fight it and fight it. And then it's like, it does not, does not happen. No. Yeah. wise, Nothing gets done with my toddler, you know, with Amelia. Yeah. And it's like, you just sit and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna lose my mind. How do right. you, how do you feel like you handle that when like something happens and like, you know, you're, you know, you say you have something ready to go and you're ready to post and Sophia's just having a moment, you know, she's a toddler, you know, and she's just, you know, being herself. How do you handle her versus what's going on, you know, with your work as like an example for all of us? Yeah. No, Sophia is my priority always. So there's no day where if she has a meltdown or if she needs my attention that I will try to work. I I don't even have that option. For me, it's her and her priorities first and I work around that. So, it's more about the planning on when's that around, right? So, before when the gyms were open, I used to go to the gym in the morning with her. She was in the kids club at the gym playing and I was, you know, working out and posting for my clients and you know, that's how it worked. Um, during nap time that's when I work so it's just more of like the planning around her schedule I never right now that she's older and needs my attention has tantrums and all of that and I see that the tantrums are when I don't give her attention so you know she's always my priority and I work around that and I find ways to work around it and right now that we're all at home I take turns with my husband so then I get everything done now but when I'm with her I'm with her and I think that that makes a huge difference with my work and with her. So both things are done better if I focus time for each, right? Um, especially now that she's older and when she was a baby, it was way easier to manage work with her, right? Absolutely. Yeah, well, and you know, obviously with being that we are obviously all um, stay-at-home order and social distancing and everything that's going on in the world, how are you, because like you just said, you normally go to the gym, you normally do this, you normally do that. How are you adjusting with mom life and work life being, you know, really home. I mean, you were always home with some people I know, but now you're like home and not going anywhere. So how, how has that shifted the way, you know, you're doing business and you know, how you're obviously being able to be, you know, present to Sophia as well. Of course, I know you have your husband home. You know, most of us do and are fortunate to, because we're all at home. Right. But of course, it's new challenges of the way you used to have your schedule. I think, yeah, the beginning was harder because it was that shift of like, oh, I have everything figured out and how I'm living my day to day. And now it's suddenly different. Now I have the hang of this already. But because my husband is home, I know a lot of people have their husbands still working out of the house. And that must be really hard. Um, For me, as I said, we take turns. Um, He works, I work. So we're taking turns with Sophia, which actually makes it feel easier than it was before being with Sophia alone. Um, The only 
downside and the harder side is that Sofia can't leave the house other than for a quick walk for fresh air, right? So that really, I can feel it in her. You know, she does need those activities and socializing. She sees kids on TV or an ad and she says, I want to go play. And she asked me to go to the park and she asked me to, you know, do things. And it's sad that I can't. It's really challenging to always come up, you know, at this age, they're they get distracted and they don't focus for activities and they always need a new activity. So it's hard to just give her the activities that she needs physical and mentally stimulating all the time and play with her, you know, thank God we can take turns um, to do that. Right. So then he plays and then I play and we take turns in the computer and it's been working really well. It's just challenging because she does ask for those things, um, socializing and going out and all of that. But It'll be a while, so we're just keeping positive and and making it work. And again, and I know a lot of people are alone, and it's just really challenging to be keeping up with work and kids at the same time, full time. So just don't be hard on yourself and know that not everything will get done. We're just getting through this. It's just a little time in our life. Um, so we also have to focus on the good and just spending more time as a family doing more, you know, things that we don't do, like cooking all together and watching a movie all together and things that we usually don't have time to do. Right. Yeah. Well, and I love that you said keeping that positive mindset through this, because I think you're really good about that. And in general, how do you feel like, you know, you have been able, not just through this, especially through this, of course, but just in general in your, you know, in your life and in, you know, from moving from Spain, coming to LA and all the things that you've done, how do you feel like you've, you've been able to keep that positive mindset? What is it about Laura? What is it about the things that maybe you do that you could share that help you keep that positive mindset? Um, I've, I haven't been positive my whole life. That's just begin with. <laughs> so, you know, I wasn't like a super positive person growing up or it's not like I'm like a happy, like all the time girl. <laughs> so I think that it's more of the challenges that made me this way. I've always, I've, you know, had to go through so many difficult things that once they're over and I, I, you know, fight them, I can see the good side of having gone through that, right? So I feel like all the negative experiences have taught me so much. I now finally, years later, see that everything kind of was for a reason and there was a positive side of those negatives and struggles and all of those challenges, right? So that's made me positive and that's made me understand that in every situation there is a good. So right now, you know, I'm pregnant, I'm home, I'm with my toddler, I'm working, I'm, we can't go out, but there is a positive, you know, obviously aside from flattening the curve and getting over this and blah, blah, blah. Of course, in my case, well, I see, you know, I'm home with my family, safe. We're spending time, the three of us, before we include a new member of our family. We're both lucky to work from home. Uh, you know, I am able to rest at the end of my pregnancy. There's so many positive sides as well. So even though I know a lot of people have way worse challenges and right now, you know, losing jobs and blah, 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 we have to somehow stay positive because that's the only way to get through this. And we just have to see the good side of things in order to be able to fight it in a better way, you know? Right. And I, and I, and I, I love that you said like, there's so many positives because I think that, you know, right now for a lot of people and myself included, I had a bad day, you know, the other day, like yeah. it's really hard sometimes to find those silver linings and to find those positive moments, but you're right. You have to, and not just, you know, in this time right now, of course, right now is extremely crucial because of all of our mental states and everything going on, but really yeah. everyday life is finding the good, even in a bad day or in a bad moment. And like you said, being able to learn from, you know, your different things that happen to you in businesses and personal life to teach you to be where you are now and look at those as actual like lessons and blessings versus just being like, oh, woe is me. And I think that's where we really see, you know, a difference in just individuals in general that are successful and aren't are the ones who do persevere and say, I'm going to use this to my benefit. And I think you've done a great job of that. Right. And it's also appreciating that, you know, there's, it's okay to feel not okay. You know, like that, 
like knowing that like if you have a bad day embrace it too you know if you feel lazy embrace it too because then the next day that's when you appreciate the good and when you can see the positive right so if i have a bad day like physically and i'm like exhausted and my toddler's crazy and i'm pregnant and it's okay to just rest to take a bath to have a take a nap with the toddler you know it's okay to not be productive too and the days that your mind is feeling that way and you're overwhelmed you're crying and you, your plans have changed and your labor plans have changed and whatever the reason it may be that your head is overwhelmed, you lost your job, it's okay to feel those emotions too because you have to let those go and, and embrace them as well, you know? And then the next day you'll be like, okay, I'm over that. I, I let that go. I cried. And now I have to see what my options are to get through this, right? So just be okay with not feeling okay too. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point too, is like, it's okay to not be okay. Because that was something also that, especially for me, I put a lot of pressure on myself in the beginning of motherhood with Amelia was like, I had to always be positive and I had to always be on. And it's like, that's not the case, especially for new moms who like just have a baby, their whole world is, you know, rocked upside down. And you think to yourself, oh, but I have to just stay positive. It's like, you're, like you're saying, it's okay to have those moments to not feel okay. And it's more than healthy. And as long as you, you know, come out of them and realize right. okay, the balance of that, then right, that's right. totally fine. And I think that's a really good point to share, especially for moms. Yeah. And it's also n- noticing the difference between moments and days versus always, right? So like, if you are feeling that way every single day for more than a week and then yeah you may have a bigger issue and then you need like professional help right so also notice that you know because when i notice my my bad days i embrace them the next day i'm fine then i have four amazing days and then i have one you know so that's fine that's normal we all need to embrace that we all need to be okay with that but of course you need to also see that if it's every day for a long time then let's ask for help and that's okay too you know but just know that every day is not okay to feel like that for a long, long time. Right. So, Oh, absolutely. And and as you know, as like your friend, like I, you know, I went through that with my postpartum depression and I had, you know, get help, but you know, I think that's a, but in general, I think that's a really good rule just to say, you know, moms are not moms. It's okay to just not be okay. And you also have those days you're human and you feel, you know, those things. And you have moments, like you said, where you're just not productive and you crawl into bed with Sophia and you take a nap and like that is okay yeah and also some days I'm super mom I do everything I feel like whoa you know I've I've done so much and I have so much energy and the next day I'm like the worst mom ever and you know I have to give her ice cream so she stops crying (laughs) you know what I mean it's okay too it's just like there's always ups and downs in my business in in mom life it's just you know, usually you have a normal and then you have amazing days and you have bad days and that's fine too. Right. Exactly. And I think, and I love that you share that about like, you know, just ice cream and meltdowns and this and that, because I think again, especially those that don't know you personally, like I do, like, you know, people see, you know, your life online, they see your blog and all these things. And they just think like, oh my gosh, you know, she's just super mom. And like, she just does all the right things. And it's like, like you said, no, yes, yeah. You have moments where you yeah. definitely are doing, you know, a bunch of, you know, things at once, or you're making things happen. And, you know, overall, you know, Sophia's eating really great things, but there's still right. things that happen and change. And that's life. I know, like even us, we gave Amelia, you know, the last couple of nights, like watching movies, she's had Justin's like, right. and I'm like, you know what? She's happy. We're having fun together. Like it is what it is, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's totally fine. And also it's like, we're right now we're living through, you know, a moment that we, it's just hard, you know, to always be positive because before, you know, we could go out and we could take a break and maybe she had like, you know, a little treat out of the house and home. I had nothing of like unhealthy things, right? Because we got a treat out of the house and that's it. You know, we came home to healthy food. Now we're stuck in the house. We don't have that option of the healthy treat or the, you know, the little treat outside. So I do have to buy little snacks that are more like treats in the house, you know? So it's okay. Like, you know, there's always that balance you have to adapt to because they're kids. They also need those little things, you know? So if she has more of the treats at home or the iPad now, because we don't have the other activities, 
it is what it is, you know, they also are toddlers and kids and they used to do other things that were their treats and now they're completely taking those away, you know, so right. we have to embrace those little times at home now and we're just getting through this. That's right. Yeah. And you're just getting through and, you know, no matter what you're doing and whatever's working and that's what's working for you. And that's, you know, that, that's what works. And, and, and like you said, not everybody does everything the same. So it's what works right. for you. And, you know, and, and I think that that's also like a really, you know, good point right now is that, you know, you do, you know, you do want to do with what works for you and what works for your family, regardless of, you know, what we're in. Obviously right now we're all in kind of survival mode, but even outside of this, when we do come out of this, cause we will, it's yeah. like, okay, you know, you should be doing things the way that you feel for, you know, your family and what works for you and not feel like you have to do something just because you see it or, you know, you feel pressured or whatever it may be. So, you know, you're obviously expecting your second as am I, we're both, we're both pregnant yes. at the same time. And, I know. <laughs> and <laughs> it's so funny because we were like so close with Sophia and Amelia and now same thing with, you know, our, my baby girl and your baby boy. And so second pregnancy, you know, you're getting ready for baby boy. How does that look for you, especially right now in what we're going through with being that, you know, you are getting ready to become a mom of two? You know, my plans haven't changed as much because as you know, we always travel with Sophia. We've traveled once a month. We were on a flight and we always took little trips and stuff. Now my plans were to stay low key at home, finish the pregnancy more restfully and then live through the postpartum. So honestly, you know, I'm stuck at home the same way, <laughs> but um, it, it's just mentally different because yeah, I mean, the world is going through something so big. So just keeping that like positive mindset that we're just, it's a period of time and our babies won't really notice. Um, I'm just focusing on resting. I'm focusing on everything that needs to get done in the house and the baby things. So I'm just taking this time to really, you know, be relaxed within my body, take the time with being with Sophia alone as a family of three, doing home activities, um, and just getting the whole house ready and focusing on that other than the world and everything that is going on in the world right now. Um, that's all I can do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's all, it's all you can do. And, and we were talking, you know, before we started recording, like, how different this pregnancy is for you versus Sophia as the same for me with Amelia. Like you're more tired now, you're feeling it more now, you feel like the baby's way lower. Like it's a very different physical uh, feeling this time around, right? Yeah, I mean, especially because we do have the toddler, I feel like that lets us, you know, rest less or maybe take less time for ourselves. So being home, I'm just trying to embrace that and have um, more time for me and my body, um, do a lot of stretches and like go to bed earlier. And, you know, I just try to really be conscious about it because you do feel it on your body way more when you have a toddler and you can't rest as much. Right. Exa yeah, exactly. Well, and like, do you have ideas? I mean, obviously plans change, but do you have ideas or plans in your head for when, you know, baby boy arrives as far as just like more of, you know, your, your business and everything being a mom of two, do you kind of have things, you know, because you are such a planner, do you have yeah. things kind of laid out, you know, in your mind of how it's going to be becoming a mom of two? Yeah. Everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, if everything is back to normal by July, which I don't know yeah, right now. Um, <laughs> Sophia should go to preschool um, then, but obviously anything can happen right now. So if we're home all together in, by July um, through the postpartum period, then we'll take turns and it is what it is. As a newborn, I feel like it'll be easier to handle too than with when both of them are moving, right? Um, sure. But then, yeah, Sophia will go to preschool um, for a few hours every day when she turns two and a half, which is June. That's when she started preschool. Um, obviously, we'll see when she starts, but that's the plan. So I can focus. My plan is really to focus on the newborn, be able to give him everything through the day when she's in preschool. And then once she comes, you know, have a family time and really also dedicate one-on-one -on -one time on the weekends with her, especially and at nights. Um, but you know, the beginning of the newborns need us so much, but at the same time, it's, it's so much easier when they're newborn and they don't move to just have them on top of us 
and take care of the, the toddler, maybe, you know, and play. Um, once they start moving, it's a different story, but she <laughs> will, she'll, she'll go to preschool. So that will make things easier. She, two and a half, it's a great age, I think, um, for that too. She loves socializing. She loves learning. So it'll be good for her as well. Um, so that's the plan. We'll see what happens with uh, the whole world situation, but that's the plan for now. Right. And then, and then that way you can still, of course, work from home yes. and you're doing yes. your businesses that you're already doing. And yeah, it's what I did with Sophia too, when she was a newborn, you know, I, I worked from home. I did everything with her. So I plan to do the same, just having Sophia at preschool for a few hours and then be able to focus on both babies. Right. Yeah, no. And I think, and I think that's good. You know, I think that's great and, you know, good, for, good for you for kind of being able to be like, okay, this is how I'm going to do things. And, you know, of course, like you said, things can change, but that at least you have somewhat of a setup and a plan. Have you always been that way where you've, you know, been able to kind of lay things out and say, okay, this is how I'm going to do things. And this is how I'm going to plan because myself personally, I think that's where I sometimes find my own struggles as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and as a mom is I'm not really a planner. I'm a way more spontaneous person. I've had right. to reel that in and not be so spontaneous because I make myself crazy. So I have to plan way more than I used to. And it's definitely still something I'm learning and adjusting in motherhood and in work. But for someone like you who is really good about planning, like, have you always been that way? Yes, I am. <laughs> so no, I, it is in my personality. I love to plan things, but I also am very flexible when it comes to like, you know, changes that happen. And I really accept them and I know that those do happen. So I don't get frustrated when things happen and then they don't happen according to plan, right? But having a plan in place helps you adapt to the changes better because well you know where you're going and then if something happens and pops up you just adapt to the changes right so having that mix has always been key for me um and having the plan has been one of the biggest things in my life too it has, it's been the, the thing that has helped me you know accomplish more because if i didn't have that plan then you know it would have been way more difficult to manage everything that I do. So it's a mix of having a plan. I've always had it, and then going with the flow, struggle, you know, adapting to all the changes that do happen and pop up, um, like this right now. Yeah. Or you know anything else? But yeah, having a plan has always been there. Uh, that's in my personality, and it's definitely helpful. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I think that's great. Well, and so for moms that are listening that you know maybe like me that aren't as huge of planners but are trying to be and are trying to be yeah more proactive what would be maybe some tips or you know some a little bit of insight that you could share you know for us that are you know trying to be better about planning but not have it be overwhelming for us yeah i think that it's all about sitting at least once a week and writing down a little a few goals of that week what you want to accomplish because I feel like if you don't have a plan sometimes you do have downtime and it's really easy to just become lazy and do nothing with that time right so yes you need lazy times as well but sometimes you know you have a, a time then you look at your to-do list and you oh okay I can do this I can do that so having those little goals that you want to do each week and break them down and know what can be done and each time it does help and you become more productive when you do have those lists. So I say, you know, sitting down once a week, maybe on a Sunday night, writing down your goals for the week, maybe goals for each day. Um, so they're more specific and goals can be self-care, you know, goals can be cleaning the fridge, goals can be going to the groceries, whatever you want. But those little goals will help you plan your days better, be more productive with your days. So just to-do lists are key calendars and breaking down what you do each day are key um, especially for people who don't you know know how to plan just forcing yourself to write those little goals is a hundred percent helpful yeah I think that's a really good advice and you said writing it down so you don't put it like in a phone you like physically write it down as I love yeah I love writing it down but because I'm very visual too so I love to see things um but you can also have lists on your phone of things that you want to get done if that works better for you um so that way you can always pick up your phone and see okay let me brainstorm what i can do now and oh i have to do this or that or projects for the house or you know little things that you want to get done that week 
write it down wherever you want. I love writing it down physically, but you can also do your phone if that works better for you, whatever works, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and obviously, you know, with, with your husband too, like he must be kind of in the same zone as you and what he does with his work and everything. Like, do you guys kind of share in those, um, I guess like writing down of tasks and everything that you guys do, or do you kind of run that side of the world of things in your home? Oh no. Yeah. He's not a planner like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, uh, no, no. He's, he's very different. Um, in that sense, I feel like he's not so organized with his work, but he gets things done. So he's just a totally different personality and way of being. Um, so for the house, we just both have our own chores. Um, so he does his own things without me needing to ask and he knows what he needs to get done. And I focus on everything else. So I'm more of the house coordinator. Yes, for sure. But he has (laughs) a lot of, um, things that helps with that are key to also keeping the household afloat right so I'm more of the planner I do all the you know groceries and you know everything that has to be like anything for the house I basically do but he does a lot of chores in the house that are needed you know what I mean so yeah he will have different roles for sure <laughs> yeah well and I think that, that that's cool also to share because again like you know, you, people don't know that don't like know you personally, you know, that you guys kind of you know, delegate things and you have your different chores and different things of that nature to make, you know, the household work and to be able to do what you guys do as parents, but also as entrepreneurs, because you guys are both entrepreneurs. You guys both kind of run your own businesses in a sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. He does real estate. So it's a different type of work. You have to be more out there and do the open houses and meet your clients for showing. So it's not such a office based job. He's more, um, you know, that it matches his personality being out there and meeting people, um, and all of that. So we're, we're totally different, but at the same time, you know, we have our own ways of coming together. I think that does help. Maybe if we were the same way and he was a planner, we would fight more on how to do things. So it does help. Yeah. Yeah. I know Justin and I are very opposite too. And I, I, I really do believe that you know, opposites really uh, do attract and there is like such a, a real balance of, you know, back and forth of that chemistry and yeah. everything you make work and everything. Well, I know, uh, you know, real mom life and work life, um, you have to get going in a few here, but is there anything else that you would want to, you know, share with my audience or any other tips or, you know, anything from, you know, motherhood to, you know, everything that you're doing with your business? Yeah, I think that overall, my message is that, you know, you have to focus on you, what you want and how you want to do things, right? So I think that it's amazing that we have so many moms out there on social media putting things out and how they do things, but we should never compare ourselves to what they do or how they do things. I think it has to be a a platform to be you know, brainstorming of ways and ideas of doing things and then picking one of each and creating your own. You know what I mean? We have to be embracing the openness of those women sharing and getting ideas from them that adapt them to your own family and ways of doing, you know, I think that we can't be so self-conscious of like, Oh, she does this, this way. I have to do it that way. Or this is the only way that works. So just being open and taking ideas and making them your own and never have or feel the pressure of doing things on a certain way. We're not out there to tell you what to do or how to do things. We're out there to give you ideas to do your own and create your own, right? Yeah. Yes. And I love that. And I love that you shared that because I think that between the motherhood shame and, you know, just mothers constantly comparing, like you said, there is so much of that. And it is a really hard balance when you are on social to find even myself some days as an influencer, you know, in this space that I have to remind myself, like I'm doing things my way. I'm doing things that work for me, work for my family, you know, work for Amelia. So I love that you, you share that and you champion that because I think a lot more moms really need to hear that. So thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, of course. And so just tell us where, of course, we can find you follow you, check everything out, you know, so that people can go ahead that, you know, maybe don't know, uh, you know, your mom boss life and, you know, everything uh, that they can check it all out. 
Yeah. So on Instagram is PR Boss Babe, and on the website blog is MomBossLife.co. Amazing. And that's where they can read all your amazing content, what you share as tips and different hacks and tricks. They can also, um, and then they can, if someone wanted to work with you as far as like a business, since you do, uh, you know, do PR and consulting and work with so many different amazing businesses in LA, they could just contact you directly. I'm guessing from your social. Yeah, they can, you know, that's easy. Um, I also have my um, business website, lauragimbart.com, um, but they can contact me wherever it is. <laughs> I'm always available. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Laura. This was so inspirational. And I think, you know, just really great to share, especially for moms and everything that we're all going through right now. And so thank you so much for being on my show. And uh, of course, see you guys, till next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye. So guys, I just need to share this incredible new company that I have partnered with called Blue Blocks. I personally use my Blue Blocks glasses every day while doing work from home, and I am literally obsessed with them. First off, as a celebrity stylist and fashionista, I really feel that these glasses could be picked right off of a shelf without even knowing all the health benefits that it possesses. They are so chic, like I'm not kidding. And the actual health benefits of these glasses include using state-of-the-art technology to block out both blue and green light, which has been scientifically proven to help with better sleep, recovery, and your optimal wellness. And for me, hello, any extra ways to help me sleep nowadays while being so pregnant, this mama needs it. I also want to recommend the Remedy Sleep Mask. As you guys know, I love to sleep with a mask at night, and I wear this mask at night, and I swear it helps me fall asleep faster than sometimes Amelia falls asleep. You should totally check out their kids selection too for my mamas, and check out their website, and you can see all the ways that helps reduce the strain on your kids' eyes from their tablets, mobile devices, which is super important nowadays. So make sure to go to Blue Blocks website, which is B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com. That spells B-L-U-B-L-O-X. So one more time, B-L-U-B-L-O-X dot com and use the code AllieLevine15 to get 15% off your first order. If you have any questions, then message me, obviously, on my Instagram account at Design. You guys know I always answer, and I will answer any questions on your orders, even like style questions on the frames and all that good stuff. And you guys can also check out on my Instagram stories. I've been promoting the discount because I'm obsessed with these glasses. I promise you, you're going to be obsessed too. And personally, I never knew I looked so good in glasses. So check out Blue Walks, guys.